was called. Hey guys, gals, ladies. <laughs> I have to think about who's listening in. Just wanted to come on today and have uh, some tea or coffee with you and talk about some really nitty gritty things that I feel like need to be covered today. I'd love to thank uh, those of you that are listening in from all over. A special shout out to Miss Canada. I see you, girl, from Victoria Beckham. I said Victoria Beckham. I meant to say Vancouver, BC. BC. I'm in BC, you know. That's BC, BC. Don't, don't mind me. I just act a little crookedly right now. Uh, and excuse all the device beeps and sounds. One is coming from this phone, another's coming from another phone, all of this. So forgive me of those extra sounds. But no. Shout out to you, Canada. I see you. That's our newcomer, our new listener today. I'm officially thankful and grateful for you for even finding this podcast and even taking your time in the time out of your day to actually listen to little me speak about my heart's, uh, I don't want to say heart's desires, but the things that come to my heart and near and dear to my heart. And I feel like God um, shows me and speaks to me about and wanted to share with you. So I appreciate you guys. So on today's podcast, ladies, get your tea, get your coffee, get your orange juice, get your apple juice, sparkling cider. If you like to drink wine, I'm not a wine connoisseur myself, but if that's what you want to drink while we're on here, feel free to grab that because we're going to be going in today. So today I wanted to just talk about some things that I've noticed about the Christian community. If you are a Christian, this would apply to you. If you are not in somebody that just likes to listen because you like my perspective, appreciate you. Not really applicable for you right now, but to our sisters and our, that are listening in today. Uh, yeah. Here towards the Christians, I really do see and sense that there's a lot of like gossip going on like social media, Instagram, um, and YouTube, and it's not gossip in the way that you would think this, like, oh, this is just like a gossip channel, let me get off of this. It's like literally like intertwined with trying to put God into it. <laughs> but it's still like gossip, you know? I mean, I kind of sort of touched on this on one of the podcasts I recently did. Um, I'm trying to remember the name that I called it, but it was just kind of like talking about getting on the internet and just speaking about things that we probably shouldn't speak about and I had did a post about not everything deserves a post like it you we should pray more than excuse me pray more than we should post at times because we have current events that happen within the church community within the gospel industry within you know things that have to do with Christianity um in general and also politics you know what our stance on things are what we feel about it whether it's supporting an organization not supporting it supporting one side supporting the other side um there's just so much surrounding it and i do feel like there have been many different like people on social media that i followed specifically with youtube community and some instagram pages um as well where they are very prominent and their Instagram pages are growing because it's speaking the truth. And that's what I appreciated about it. Truth when you don't even want to hear it kind of posts and people that speak up, you know, about God and the Bible and what is going on in our world today and how we need to address it. But I have also noticed with these specific people or individuals that I have followed that there are a lot of things that are being touched on that we shouldn't even be even talking about, you know, things that really don't concern us. You know what I mean? Like, and we tie in, sometimes Christians tend to tie God into it when God, I, I don't believe, would 
actually prep you to post it. He wouldn't. I just the God that I serve and the God that I know wouldn't always tell you to go and post about somebody else's lifestyle or what they're doing or how they're living their life and how you have an opinion about something that they're doing because you could be the very person that reaches that person. So how you're talking about them is going to lose them when God is speaking through you because you're posting about a celebrity or somebody that's gone viral because of something that happened in their life, something that just could have been very detrimental to their soul. And you speaking about it only pours more salt on that wound. One thing that I can say that I've noticed, even when it comes to celebrities, and I'm just using them as an example because they have influence and their big popularity, you know, and big following and all of that, is a celebrity that may have had some kind of, you know, setback or scandal, you know, like we call it, or tabloid post or something. It can really do a lot of damage to that person when other people take to social media and YouTube and talk about it. Like, it's already bad enough and humiliating enough to have something be posted on all of the magazines or something that gets addressed on, you know, every Instagram page or whatever. But it's another thing when you yourself are a Christian or claim to be a Christian or somebody that's in the media goes and brings it up. This is why I don't follow certain, um, um, what do you say, personalities like I used to, like maybe 10 years ago when I was in college, for the simple fact of it's just gossip. I used to follow certain individuals specifically, I would not say her name on here, <laughs> because I liked it to stay abreast on like what's going on with so-and-so because sometimes this person would have um, certain people or reality, not reality TV people, but like certain celebrities or people on the show that you haven't heard from, like in forever, you're like, oh, I don't know what's going on with them. But when you could just take to Google and see what's going on with them and seeing where they've been at, you haven't seen them in certain shows or sitcoms anymore. It's like, are they okay? Are they alive? You know, sometimes I wonder about certain people that are prominent, like, dang, I haven't seen so and so in the, in the, in the, you know, in, you know, in, on, you know, anything lately. Where's this person? I remember I was like looking at a home improvement video of the mom that played on home improvement with Tim Allen. And she was just talking about how she got on the show and all of this different stuff. And then in my mind came, where's John Potato Thomas? Why he ain't in nothing? Like, I started to look him up after that. Like, it wasn't like gossip celebrity. It was just like, where are they now kind of thing in my own mind. And then I looked him up and he wasn't even on social media, but he chose that lifestyle. And I was like, good for him. <laughs> like, You know what I'm saying? Because I, I wonder sometimes about certain ones. And it was such a great video. I encourage you to go watch it. Um, her name was Jill on the show, but I can't remember her real name in real life. And she still looks so good. Oh, my God. Anyways, <laughs> not being gossipy or anything like that, but just like update. Um, but I, I also try to watch myself on here, by the way. Like I try to check in with God and see, making sure that I'm like, God, is this gossip? You know, because I don't want to come off like I'm talking about people. And I rarely, I rarely try to say names. I mean, in this case, it was an example, but I rarely try to say names because I don't think that's important. You know what I mean? Um, I think sometimes if you're somebody that stays in the know or knows what's going on in social media, current events or anything like that, you probably more so know who I'm like addressing or talking about. But I try to address it in a way where I'm not talking about that person or I try to be more encouraging on our end as Christians, as opposed to me like bringing it up like it's, you know, I'm salty, I'm bitter, this is horrible, this is not right. Because a lot of times we have to address ourselves before we address other people, right? So I definitely don't want to come off as hypocritical and I definitely don't want to come off as I'm gossiping and I definitely don't want to come off as I'm just talking about these people but what's the point because honestly do I really need to talk about celebrities no 
but am I an advocate for them because they have souls too? Yes. And there's a difference between talking bad about them and gossiping about them. And you know, you just having a conversation with your girls about certain things that you saw happen or whatever. And then you just blatantly going on Instagram and YouTube and social media and talking about it and bringing it up. But it has nothing to do with you. You know, like when you talk about stuff and you're not really gossiping about it, but you're bringing it up because you're kind of like, you feel like, wow, this is really happening. Like what happened with them? Are they okay? I mean, I know in the instance where God drops some celebrity on my heart, I'll pray for them and be like, are they okay? Like, should I go look them up? But that's me, you know, or like something comes up and I see it and I, I just don't instantly take to social media or YouTube to go and see what's really going on. I just pray about it or I just don't even address it. You know, and sometimes I I think about certain things that are talked about on certain social media pages because I want to get God's perspective on it. And I want to think about what biblically this means and where my heart should be regarding this certain situation. You know, I could bring up, like, say, for instance, because it was a big deal, I think, in the church regarding um, a certain celebrity that had converted and they started to do music that was more so in the gospel uh, sector and I think there was a lot of negative commentary about this person doing that because they felt like, well, they shouldn't be doing this. Is this really God? Is this the Antichrist? Is this causing people to be um, led astray? Is this a cult? It was just all kind of like negative things coming from really a lot of church people. But at the end of the day, you had to look at it from a whole scale. Like, is is this person reaching people? Are they just doing it for money? The sales of Bibles are going up. People are really searching and researching God. People are questioning whether God is real. You know, this person actually put out an album and it means something to people. And the music is great. You know, I felt nothing in my spirit wrong about it. You know, I know a lot of people were like, well, let me see. Let's see. Well, let let God see. Let God be the one author and finisher of this person's faith. Like, I feel like people are going to watch this really go down and they're feeling changed and transformed and encouraged. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't think it's cultish. Me personally, I didn't feel anything was bad about it, but I think a lot of flack came down for this person because they were in the world and then they got transferred over. I mean, this is not the first time this has happened. A lot of people have left the industry to follow Christ. That's what Jesus wants. That's what we want and what we should want as Christians. We want to see conversions happen. But I think a lot of times we want to make sure that the conversion is for real, but it's like, is a conversion in your heart real? Because you're sitting here judging this person. Did you really convert? Is your mind transformed? Are you renewed? <laughs> Stop judging this person. That's why it is important God knows our heart. Because at the end of the day, God knows that person's heart. And the more that I started to watch more videos and hear the testimony, the more I started to become a believer in what they were doing. And that's why you got to research for yourself and not always go off what other people are saying because it's hearsay, it's gossip. You got to hear it from the person's mouth, right? You got to see it from their, their walk of life. And I, I I come to this point, too, because you don't know someone's faith and you don't know how they've gone to a dark place. And then really the only person that could pick them back up was God. So a lot of times, a lot of celebrities in general, and we have all been through something, I feel like, dark in our lives. It may not have been as heavy as they have gone through because the oppression may not have been as steep because we've stayed under the umbrella of protection of God, whereas then they've come out of the protection because they're for the world now, you know? Um, you've got to see yourself has come from a dark place and then brought to the light. And a lot of them go to this dark place and they realize that the fame won't keep them. The fame can't protect them. The people that are following them can't do anything for them, but vouch for them online. But when you're in your depressed state or when you're hearing these voices in your head telling you're not good enough, even though people think you're good enough, but you don't feel that, who can pull you out of that but Jesus and God? 
you know what I'm saying? Like, so them going through those dark places and you hearing their testimony talking about, I came from drugs. I came from the low, the low life to the high life because Jesus Christ saved my soul. I'm convinced, you know, that they have been transformed. Of course, is it a walk in a park? No. Is it going to be salvation is an ongoing thing. You take up your cross every day. You follow Christ. It's a choice. And will they have some setbacks? I'm pretty sure they will. But did we not have setbacks when we got saved? I got saved when I was six years old after my daddy died. Do you not think that I ain't got baptized? I probably got baptized three times since that moment. I got baptized when I was that young. And then I got baptized again, like when I was in college. And then I got baptized after that, like literally two years ago when I joined the church I was at in Georgia, I literally came in my clothes and they were like, who wants to get baptized? I was like, I'll get baptized <laughs> and I'll probably get baptized again when I go to Israel to visit in the Jordan River. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so, but it's like my salvation has come to, and that's because I've grown in my relationship with Christ and I wanted to re-dip myself to really show my gratitude and my, my my dedication to God, but that, you could judge me and say, why are you getting baptized so many times? You didn't need to get baptized over and over and over again, but that's my, that's my heart for God. And if I felt like I needed to be transformed in that moment in time and really renew myself in that, in that, in that year, in that season of my life, then that's between me and God. You don't know my heart, you know, you know, somebody asked me when I got baptized the second time, why'd you get baptized again? And then I had to kind of explain it to them because they were somebody that got baptized with me when I was little. So then they asked, why are you get baptized again? But I don't feel like once you're saved, you're always saved. You can backslide and turn your life from Christ. And Ian, listen, look, you talk, you, we talk about celebrities. A lot of them have sold their soul, you know? You say they say people sell their souls to the devil. A lot of people have given themselves literally their souls over to something that is not God. So do you have to get rededicate your life? Yes, you can. Not once your savior always says a lot of celebrities, especially artists, they grow up in the church, they sing in the church, but then they give themselves over to the world. And so yeah, they come back. Some of them come back near death, some of them come back during their season of drought, you know, when they really are in need of God. So I think it's just important to realize and recognize how we're portraying ourselves as Christians online. And this is all to say what I'm trying to get to. Anyway, um, our judgmental hearts have to become integral with the, the life of Christ because Jesus wasn't judgmental. He called out stuff. He spoke the truth, but he walked with people. And I think it's not just, I mean, I'm, I'm mentioning celebrities because they are big and they're influential and they're most of the time who we hear about and who we see about their issues. We know about their issues of life because they're plastered all over, you know, the, for the world to see. But think about if that was you. You sometimes got to put yourself in people's shoes. Think about it, and not even just celebrities, leadership, political offices, you know, locally, not even just, uh, you know, um, federal, but just leadership positions, roles as pastors, people that oversee other people's souls and over, over other people, principals, you know, superintendents, people that are uh, over the Department of Corrections, you know, people that run the jails. Like these people have to take on a lot. You know, they have a huge responsibility. It's not easy being a leader in any given shape or form. You know, God calls all of us. You know, we have given, we've all been given a purpose, whether we're born to do what God called us to do or we end up doing something different than what he wanted us to do in the first place. I feel like regardless if somebody chooses to go from the darkness, go into the, back into the light, doesn't mean that their heart for God wasn't always something somewhere there. They just chose to go their own way some point in time in their life. And we all have, like sheep have gone astray, right? The Bible talks about that. So I think it's just, we have to be very careful and conscious about how we portray um, ourselves online, I think, and also how we minister because you can lose people by how you're talking about them. 
say, for instance, God wanted me to touch, you know, Barry Gordy's daughter's life. I'm just picking up something. I don't know. He ain't never talked to me about her. But I'm online talking about Barry Gordy, her dad, and how she's an illegitimate child. Or I, I don't know anything about Barry Gordy's children. I'm making something up hypothetically. I should have used just a fake name, but I don't know anything about it. But just like if he wanted me to touch his daughter's life, but I'm talk, I'm online gossiping about his life and how he's doing this and that and him and Diana did this and that. I'm just making up stuff. It's not real. But do you see what I'm saying? Like God wanted me to minister to his daughter, but I'm online talking about her daddy and then how she's not even his child or whatever, you know, whatever the gossip is. Or it, it may not even be in that regard. Like, well, we just came out and find out that this is not of God and, you know, this person is doing this, that, and the third. And then all of a sudden, we're online talking about it. Or I'll use a prime example. I don't know much about him. Um, but Pastor Jamal Bryant, let's just use a, physical, a a figure that is in church. People could say things about him because he started off on what uh, uh, did he? I think he did a reality TV show. I did not know who he was until I I gathered, you know, a couple things together. Like, oh, he used to be on a reality TV show. Oh, okay. You know, and then, you know, he ended up taking over a prominent preacher at the time who had passed away his church in Atlanta. And so I used to live in Georgia. So I did know that much. And I had a friend that actually went to his church, which he's a phenomenal speaker. Um, and um, we actually had an opportunity when I was going to church in Georgia to listen to him. He wasn't able to come in person, but we, he actually called in and spoke to our pastor on, on, on the phone while we were in church, which was so funny, but he was a really cool guy, you know, but people could judge him based off of that, one time and season in his life that he had. Even if we don't agree with something that someone does, it doesn't mean me as a Christian, Ebony, going to social media and YouTube and putting Pastor Jamal Bryant on blast. Like literally just saying, he's a Christian. He's supposed to be a pastor. Why was he on this show? Why was he here? Why was he doing this? This is not of God. This is not of Christ. But you getting online, gossiping about that is not of Christ either. Did God tell you to do that? Most of the time, God is not telling you to go and blast Pastor Jamal Bryant on YouTube. It's your opinion. And as a Christian, you're entitled to an opinion. But when it comes becomes gossip, that's when we got to check our hearts. If you, you Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see what I'm saying? So I think all in all, we have to be careful. We have to be conscious. We have to watch how we say things. And I'm only using Pastor Jamal Bryant as a example. He, I just had to make it plain for you. You know, I'm not saying anything about him. I have nothing to say about him negatively. I don't even know the man. Um, I'm just using it as an example because we're so quick to do those things. And what you see doing, and if it's not right, you pray to God and be like, Lord, if it's not right, it's my spirit, does this feel right? God will show you how to pray for that person. God, in his infinite power and the love that he has and the grace that he has for all of us, I just believe God will have us go to bat for people that have struggles. You know, if somebody is wayward or if somebody is in a promiscuous state who used to be in the church, but now they've turned a, a, a dark side to the dark side or turn a new leaf, we got to pray that person back into the kingdom because God wants them back. We have to see the heart of God in all situations. And I know it's hard sometimes because we have opinions. We're human. We have a mindset that has to be subject under Christ and renewed in Christ daily. 
But if we just stay in the word and we know our word and when something comes into our midst or when we see a circumstances that doesn't look like God, we'll know how to approach it differently. You know, I think I've learned over time with this. I wasn't always perfect with it. I would gossip. I would talk to friends and always friends about certain situations, whether it's celebrity or somebody in my life personally, or even being in a local church and things going down because I've been a part of ministries. If you've read the book, you would already know where things have just happened negatively and they have caused a great deal of hurt to a lot of people involved. However, I never took to social media to blast people or those who I actually felt like even if they they did do wrong in the eyes of God or even in our eyes, there's enough grace and redemption for them if they repent, just like it is if I was struggling with something and I did something wrong, you know? Imagine if every if God allowed for all of our credit score to be blasted in front of the whole world, you know, after years of our bankruptcies or whatever. I mean, I'm not I don't have a bankruptcy of my of my account or anything, but I'm just saying, like, we want to talk so bad about the people that fall because of financial issues, these people that fall because of adultery, the people that fall because of this, this, that, and the third. But there were many people that fell in the word. David fell. But what did David do? He got called out for one by Nathan the prophet. But then he repented and there was enough grace to cover him, though he had to deal with the consequences of his sins. And remember, he sinned twice. He not only murdered someone, but he had an adulterous affair. However, God still had enough grace for him to even through his lineage, that birthing came through his son, Solomon, and he was able to build what? What was able to come in the future. So it did. It meant that God, even in his infinite love and his purity, was still able to give enough grace. You know, even if say for instance, uh, you know, someone did something wrong and they were a celebrity and they were repenting and they turned against, you know, turned back to God. It doesn't mean that God won't have grace for them to turn it around, you know? You know, when Saul became Paul, we saw how God used him even when he persecuted Christians. And sometimes I have to bring these up and a lot of people bring these stories up to remind us of the redemptive story. You know, how God graced everybody in the word, Jonah. He was like, nah, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> God was like, Okay, bet. <laughs> you get swallowed. Three days in the whale. Big fish, excuse me. And then you go to where I told you to go from the first place. And that was out of disobedience. That is a sin too, to disobey. We tend to forget that. Have you done what God told you to do? Are you busy on there on Instagram and social media blasting everybody else? You being disobedient. <laughs> so we, we want to categorize sin, though. We want to put everybody in a certain place. And this is just a reminder to me that we can have a little bit of grace for these people. God can still save, you know, a major celebrity. Why wouldn't he? We just think because they've given themselves over to the world that they're not they're not a candidate for redemption. Absolutely not. God loves them just as much as he loves you. And I think sometimes we think that God loves us more because we're with him. Lies. God said he created everything in the beginning and it was good. So that means every baby that came from the womb, whether they chose to serve him or not, he still loves them. And he still wants them back. Prodigal son. I mean, that's every celebrity story. <laughs> okay. The Dad was like, okay, I'll give you inheritance. Here you go. You do, you blow it away. Your soul's gone because you've just been spending all this money, blah, 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 blah. You can't, can't find a pot to pee in. You're sad, you're down, down and out. You, you had all this money, you blew it out, and now you have nothing left. Your, your redemption is, you feel like it's gone, so you had to come back home. And what did his dad do? He accepted him with open arms. He threw a party for his son. Other son got jealous. But I, I remember God showed me that I was acting like the son and the prodigal son when I had some 
negative thought about one of my friends at the time. And this was a friend of mine. And God was like, he spoke to me through a pastor, you know, um, a podcast actually of a pastor I was listening to. And that, he was talking about that story. And it, it was at the time where I was having those same thoughts. And I didn't think I would think like that because I felt like I was like a less judgmental person. I was not going to judge this person. But God had to check me. He was like, yo, Ebony, you're acting like the prodigal son's brother. Like, am I not enough for that person? Can I not redeem them? Like, you're no better than he or she is because you think you're choosing to go this way and blah, 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 blah. I'm checking your heart because this is still not okay in my eyes. And I had to say, God, I'm sorry. I repent for that. Help me not to be judgmental. Judging is a sin, especially if it's in the eyes of not feeling like somebody can't have much redemption when they were just as right, you know, uh, you know, just as wrong as you were wrong when you were in sin. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean that you can't pray for that person and, and have a, Nope. Everybody can have a redemption song. You know, there's grace for all of us. God has more grace to go around than we could ever imagine. And I think we have a limit on grace because we have a limited way to think because we're not God. And that's okay because we shouldn't, we're not God. And God has more, I feel like forgiveness, grace that abounds, you know, Jesus has more love for us than we could ever know. I love to hear when celebrities have received Jesus, especially ones that receive him before they pass away. I'd love to watch, you know, stories about people that have maybe had a death experience or near death experience. And they said they met, you know, people in heaven or, or God, or I told them that to speak my word or something. And then they come back into their body and they're like, Oh my God, those experiences. I love listening to those. I know that spooks a lot of people out, but I would encourage you go and look up some experiences, go and look up the ones that are negative too, that feel like they're dark and demonic <laughs> because that will scare you right into submission. <laughs> you know, not say scare you into submission, but put you in a place of thinking like, okay, God, I really need to get myself in order. You know, in every aspect of our lives, I think God just wanted to speak about this topic because I think sometimes we make hot topics topics in the church and they shouldn't be because it becomes gossip we're becoming the one to report on all the issues that are coming up but we shouldn't be reporting we should be praying so all of that to say i hope you got what i was trying to come and talk about i feel like it's it's some tea for us to consider and drink and sip even myself to remember i don't have room to judge anybody criticize do we hold each other accountable yes and there's a difference between a judgmental like judging someone because of their lifestyle and judging someone based off of this is what I see in you and I think this could change and you too because we all have blind spots that's why I think we have friends in our lives that are close to us um, family members that tell us the truth um, pastors leaders mentors people that are on our jobs that actually are in a leadership position over us to help us get better we're here to sharpen each other right and so being able to do so means that we have to have a graceful way to do it, not a way that spite and make people feel like they're not good enough to even be a part of this family because God's family is huge and he wants to welcome everybody home. So I pray everyone is enjoying their Tuesday and they just live the life that they're called to live and that you guys listening on are be able to walk this thing out with Christ. And if you do not know Jesus as your personal savior, I would assure you that the lifestyle that he wants for you is better than what you're living right now. My hope is that you would understand that Christ loves you more than I could ever and that he has something special for you and you are special to him. You're created to create. And so go out and create purpose, live your best life and do it for Christ. All right, ladies, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.